Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the determined... Courtney. How are you? Good. Today's a big day. It is. Why is it a big day? What's going on? It's our anniversary. Anniversary. It's the anniversary. That's right. It is. How many years have we been married? You say. You want me to say it? 22. 22 years. Amazing. It's a long time. It's a long time. Yet, it feels like no time at all. It's gone by real fast. It's gone by fast. But I can't really think about life before. Like, I can't, It's hard for me to think about you not being involved in yeah. my life. It's, yeah. You know, so awesome. Super Even happy. things I think about before, I always think you were there, but you weren't. And I was like, remember? And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was before. Yeah. BC. All right. What are we going to talk about today? There's a lot going on still in the world. We've got viruses and riots and crazy protesters and, and wild, wild times. Yep. Wild times. So what are we going to talk about? Jesus. Jesus. Always Jesus. Because right. he's the only hope through all of it anyway. That's right. To heal anything on either side. All of this all thing just needs place. a bunch of Jesus all of Jesus. over it. Yep so that we can forgive one another and love one another well, put each other first. Yep. Have good conversations. Have great conversations and dialogue about our points of view. Yep, yep. Because we need to understand that better. But that's it. It's like uh, we got teams over here and teams over there. But we have to remember that we are on Team Jesus. That's the team that we're on. And that's what really matters. Yes. These other teams... uh, are secondary. Yes. And I think the two things... If important at all. Oh, right. If I put... <laughs> they could be done away with and just have Jesus. That's We'd right. Be we much could just better have the Jesus off. party. Um, but that's heaven. That's right? true. Right now, the enemy's that's still right. lingering. Roaming around, seeking S- to... Destroy. Devour. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. destroy. Kill, steal, and destroy. That's right. So I think the two things that, things that you and I have been talking about are, a lot, are, the, are having courage and not reviling. That's right. Reviling. Let's start with that one. So you were just reading over verses, doing your daily reading thing, and you came across, what was it? It was in Corinthians. Yeah. And it's listing off like what? All the things we're not supposed to do. Slander, sexual morality, like all the things that we're not to do because those are the flesh things. Right. And uh, yeah, and then reviling came up and I had always thought I understood what reviling, I figured it was like not a good thing, but like, I don't know why, but like reveling, I thought that's what it meant more. Oh, like, okay. Right. Like maybe partying, like drinking like being, and, yeah, I was okay. thinking more of that. Okay. So I always just thought I understood. And then I guess it was then, like, the bang, Holy right Spirit, upside the head. Yeah. The Holy Spirit just, you need to look this one up. And so Blue Letter Bible is wonderful. Um, and looking it up, it was like basically like being sarcastic, being mean hearted, not loving. You know, it's very deep, yeah. actually. Six ten. Um, or I'll just start at nine. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And so when we go to revilers, this is what the Blue Letter Bible says. Basically, it's an ab- it's abusive language, right? Um, to rail 
at someone to be, I would even go like sarcasm, all those kinds of things, right? It's also interesting that when you read it in the actual, in the new Oxford Dictionary, basically says the same thing. It says like abusive language, using abusive language towards other people. And how often I felt really hit by it because how often am I just like sarcastic? Well, that's dumb. They're being stupid. What an idiot. You know, or even to myself, oh, I was really stupid. I was acting like an idiot. Like all those words and it's like, good grief, man. That's all reviling. Right. That's up there with sexual morality, homosexuality, drunkenness. Like how, how, and I, I was thinking like, how could that be? Like, I feel like my whole life I've done that very easily, very flippantly. Right. So I've just been really hit by it. And as I've asked God more about wanting to learn to love better his way, I think that's, I think God works on our hearts slowly, right? His love is patient. That's what God says. So he's patient with us. And I had no idea that this would be so deeply, as my friend was telling, we were talking about it. It was so deeply rooted. Yeah. And just so easily to say. Sure. And with everything going on in the world, it's like. Even without, right? I mean, like, it's just, we say these things all the time. And so trying to love through this whole thing, what does that look like? How do you do it? How do you love? Because Jesus said, you know, we have to have truth and grace and his perfect love will cast out fear. Like all of these things go back to love. And then what is love? It's patient. It's kind. It's tender. We bear with one another. I mean, that's hard to do. Yeah. It really is. And it's only going to be done by God's Holy Spirit. That's the only way I can find to do it. But I notice it all the time now. I'm like, oh, I revile. Oh, that's reviling. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's everywhere. Holy cow. Like it just comes yeah. so easily. Sure. And towards ourselves and towards others, I think. Well, and both. I think in a marriage relationship, it can be easy, you know. You're being a jerk. A, yeah, You're no, doing that. Yeah. Sure. And it's and to like, be, to no. be like unintentionally, because I think in this culture, it's uh, sarcasm is appreciated as a, you know, a Jokey. talent. It's a talent. Yeah, Some it people is. wield it really, really very is. well. Um, and but isn't so, it a way for us to, don't you feel like that's because it's a way for us to guard our, we almost use it to guard ourselves? Sure. So sure. I think that goes along with having courage because it takes courage not to revile. That's right. And that's it is really hard to do. Because no matter where you stand on any of these issues and where you think where you think the right and is, you know, not conservative right, but like where you the think correct, the right thing is. What the yes. correct thing is, the righteous thing. Right. Then we have to go back to what God says. And as Christians, you were talking about this the other day. It's like we have this we have the Bible that gives us our standard by which we live by. The world doesn't have that. And things are headed like it's like a plane is crashed like Culture, our country, the world right now, like it feels like it's just this plane nose diving. And who's going to stop it, right? Is it going to burst into flames? Is it going to kill everybody and fall? Like what is going to, like we're all thinking all of these things. And as Christians, we have an opportunity to not revile, to have courage and to love well. Speaking the truth in love, right? Talk about that. Like God says there's still truth, sure. right? What he is called Sin, we're allowed to call sin because he already did. Yes, but we don't need to decorate. Uh, we don't need to um, re- revile as we are doing that. Right. We can just be very, it's a, It's just a fact. Like God called certain things sin. Sin is what separated us from God. We need healing from our sin. That's the gospel, yep. right? And so if we say there is no sin, he says, 
Sure. And you're not even being honest. There's no truth in you if you say there's no sin. So, yeah, I think you want to go on the courage part because I think they're connected. Yeah. Well, no, anything that we need to do in the face of opposition, it takes courage. It takes courage to stand up and say, ah, I don't think that's the right thing or, you know, whatever. That mm-hmm. takes courage, Being taking a stand. The Bible is not like um, kind of culturally hip, really. Uh, it It just isn't. <laughs> Well, and we will be reviled. I think we have to understand that. We have to have courage to know we will be reviled if we stand on the Word of God. But you have to, I guess we have to each ask ourselves the question of like, do I care? Am I willing to take that? That's right. And that's where the courage comes in. Mm -hmm. Right? You have to have the courage to do the righteous thing, the thing that's for God or for Jesus and not for you. Not the thing that's going to make you feel good. You know, but the thing that's going to bring God glory, the thing that's going to put you in alignment with what his word says is important, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. that's not what culture is saying is important, No, right, uh, on either side. So uh, so I think that anytime you take a stand for God and you dig into something like reviling and say, oops, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, I'm doing something, you know, I never even thought about this, because God does that, like, he keeps, like, it's like a Yeah, how do you read it? How do I seriously read that, like, a hundred, a thousand times, right? (laughs) Yeah, and now it's time to deal with it. Right. So, you know, so then it takes courage to go, oops, I was wrong, I need to do the Mm -hmm. right thing. All of that takes courage. And isn't that God's love? Living as a Jesus follower takes courage every single day. Well, like you just said too, it's like, oh, now I see it. It's like, isn't that God's love? His grace is so good that he doesn't give it to us all at once. Like you become a Christian. It's like, here's everything, you know, we need to work on together. It comes over time. And it feels like you want it. It's not like someone's telling you will do like when the Holy Spirit like ushers that truth in like, oh, okay. Like I want that. You know, I want to do that. It's not, you know, when you're not quick to anger, which is kind of what you're talking about. Like that's just going to make you less stressed. Yeah. It's going to make you, you know, it's, it's better to say kind things and loving things. It helps you Yeah. as much as it helps the other people around you. Yep. Right. And everybody. So. And that's the thing. We all need Jesus. Like you said, everybody needs Jesus. It's not like this is a left or right situation here. Yeah, It's no. Christ. It's like yeah. above all of it. He's yeah. so above all of it. When he was living on earth, there was bad stuff going on in Rome, but he didn't go attack it and go crazy over there. He no. went and just he got just to the people, the heart of the people, the yeah. heart of the people, because yeah. he loves people. Yeah. Do you remember Punchinello? I don't know why I just thought, do you remember that book by mm-hmm. Max Licato? Yeah. And he goes, all these people are putting dots on each other. I guess that kind of represents that reviling. Like you're a this, you're a that. And then all these people identities, have yeah, all these different identities. Like all these dots. And then the one girl, Punchinello, walks up and he says, like, what's your issue? Like you don't have any dots. And he said every time he gave her one, they would fall off, right? Yeah. And then do you remember she was saying that uh, she went to meet with the creator, her creator uh-huh. every day. And that no matter what people said to her, it just fell off, right? Yeah. And I didn't think about that till just right now, but it's so, that's like the story. Yep. Those things won't stick to us if we're going to our creator every day remembering that. Yep. Yep. So take awesome. courage, dear take heart. Take courage. Watch out for the reviling or whatever it is that, you know, is. Yeah, your, you may not have a reviling your, issue. <laughs> your thing. I'm just assuming everybody has it, but that's not fair to assume. <laughs> nope, probably not. Probably not. Some people are probably real good at it. Whatever your issue is, you need to have courage 
and attack it. And in these times, we need to have courage for Jesus because I have a feeling that things are going to get harder for uh, for us Jesus people, just based on what the Bible says and what I see culture uh, starting to cancel, if you will. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and yeah, the courage to to be married, to be to stick with your marriage, the courage to forgive, <laughs> the courage yeah. to forgive yourself, the courage to you know forgive yourself. Well, some people really struggle with that. But that's a, taking on God's forgiveness, not... That's what I mean. Not that Accepting, Oprah okay, fine. Yourself. Sorry. Accepting Forgive, your forgiving. forgiveness that God yeah. has granted you. And again, through this podcast, like, I struggle a lot with even speaking out because biblically, like, women aren't supposed to be teaching men, right? And so I want everyone to understand, like, my words are for the women. Chris's words are for the men. And then we're trying to just come together and have that discussion together but as women we need a lot of courage right now and I'm not saying men don't that's you know you could speak to that however but women need a lot of courage to maintain being a woman and I just I constantly go back to reading Elizabeth Elliot's stuff because it's because it's so biblically based like everything she says she comes back with biblical scripture and I appreciate that's not her opinion but she talks about in this one book like let me be a woman it, we need to we need to do that as ladies. We need to be saying, "Let me be a woman, the woman that God created me to be, not the woman that culture is telling me to be, not the woman that my friends are telling me to be." Because divorce, you know, not taking care of our kids, all of those things end up happening because we're trying to be women who the culture wants us to be. But if we can somehow toss that out and not revile as we're tossing it out, but um, be the women that God called us to be, we can really help nurture, you know, people that come in, we come in contact with. We can really show empathy and care and nurturing. That's not the same as what men can offer. You know, we need our men leading and we need to come alongside to nurture the lives that are in front of us because that's really like right now people need a lot of love, yeah, a lot of nurturing, a lot of, let me just give you a hug. Like I know it's really hard, not a hug. I know whatever virtual hug. Yeah, but we can't hug in COVID. <laughs> I know, I hate that part. Um, but yeah, we need to just remember that as women, we need to be women. And we need to have courage and not just go with the masses. And that's not popular. And I don't, I mean, that's fine. It doesn't have to be popular. It's Jesus, so. Right on. Anyway. All right, well, we got celebrating to do, so let's get on out of here. Let's pray. Yeah. Close it up. Lord God, thank you so much for this anniversary as we celebrate 22 years together. Thank you for helping us stick through the ups and the downs to have the courage to keep going in tough Mm -hmm. times. Uh, Thank you for the family that you've created here. Pray that you would bless us as we go forward into the years to come. And I pray for all of the married couples out there, all the Christians out there at this tough time, that they would have courage, that they would seek your righteousness, that they would look uh, at themselves in the mirror, figure out where... Uh, They might be uh, waving a flag or two that they shouldn't be. Uh, Help them to see that they are first and foremost your children, and that is their core identity. Uh, I pray that you would keep everyone safe and protected from this virus and safe and protected uh, from the things happening uh, out and about. Um, And I just thank you for being our Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're going to put this on the community too, but I want women right now too, and you can for the men too if you want to, but I want everyone to write on the community like what they love about their spouse. That'd be so cool. 
We need that reminder. Sure. And that gives courage too, right? That's right. So. All right. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do subscribe. Look forward to talking soon. See you.